another episode of the Millennial Entrepreneur. My name's Cena. I love following the journeys of other young entrepreneurs. And in this episode, we have a solo episode. Very exciting. I know you guys love the solo episodes, so I do like to mix it up with solo episodes every once in a while, you know, in between the guest ones. And so in this episode, I want to speak about how I manage my time. And more specifically, I guess, firstly, what projects I'm working on currently and an update on where they are at the moment, because I know you guys are very interested in that. And secondly, the productivity practices I use that I have seen the best results with um, to maximize my time and the results. And lastly, how I've avoided burnout with all the things that I have on the go. There's a lot of different things that I have on the go at the moment. And um, I've started to say no to a few things just because the list has got so long. And that is going to be one of the tips, of course. But yeah, I want to end on that because there's so much of a culture right now for the grind culture and it does it can lead to burnout so it's it's a lot of valuable information i've kind of learned myself just from doing it and avoiding it myself so yeah that, that'd be a very good way to end the episode before we go on i want to give a shout out to someone who's left a written review on the podcast in case you don't know every week i give a shout out to someone who's left a written review on the podcast um just a thank you we haven't done it for the past few weeks just because the episodes have been a bit long so there's a bit of a backlog and so we're going to start with Fin fan for life two who says great insights great show discussing a wide variety of business types the podcast has been very helpful in giving my insights into how to run my own business while learning from the quality guests that they have on highly recommended thank you so much for that lovely comment it's so nice to hear that not only are you enjoying the episodes but you're actually using the tips and using all the you know valuable insights from the guests and you know the solo episodes to actually better your business so i love seeing you know hearing messages like that so i you know massively appreciate it and so if you want to feature in next week's episode in the form of a shout out please do leave a written review on apple podcast leave a review on spotify follow us on instagram and share the love there and so yeah that's it from me in the intro so i hope you enjoy the episode all right, so let's jump straight in. So before I jump into the productivity stuff, I want to tell you guys about the stuff that I'm actually currently working on because I do get asked this a lot. And whenever I tell people, um, I do get a common reaction of like, how do you do all those different things? Because individually, they do require a lot of time. And if I'm being honest, the a key motivator of mine, for, for better or for worse, right, is variety. I love variety and having it in life. And I love working on different projects. And it, it's kind of like... <laughs> I've always been like this, which is, you know, it's a good and a bad thing, to be honest. Like I do, I'm slightly envious sometimes of people who can just focus on like one thing extremely well and just like make that a massive success. I I could probably do that if I, if I could do it if I really wanted to, but I get more happiness from doing multiple different things. And I'm, I'm kind of happy, I'm, I'm content with, you know, doing different things, even if that means one of the things not growing as as fast as you might want as other people might want i'm happy with that i mean this podcast is a prime example if i wanted to do this podcast full time and put all my energy into this then it could it could be fairly big but i'm happy with this being i guess a side project in you know comparison to other things so let's just like list off the things that i'm doing at the moment just so it gives you an idea before we jump into productivity stuff so I mean, the stuff that most people know about is so, yeah, obviously the podcast that you're listening to right now. So the Millennial Entrepreneur, this is the podcast that I started two years ago, April 2020 in the first lockdown. And it's just gone fairly big ever since then. It's, it's grown to, you know, a level that I didn't really think it would get to. And I get invited to do some really cool things um, from the back of that. But that's kind of, I'd say the genesis of all the different things that I'm doing right now has been from this podcast. If, if I want to take it back 
And so with this podcast, I've been given opportunities to do other things, other projects in the podcasting space. So I got asked to do a podcast for a venture capital firm called Life Ventures and it's called Inside the Tech Then. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do check it out. It's a very cool podcast actually. We've got some amazing guests on there. So we, we signed for one season and I can't really say anything too much about like where it's going to go in the future or anything like that. However, that was a big project of, of mine within the last few months. It's, it's been an amazing one that I'm incredibly proud of. And so that was one, one other podcast that I do. And I also do the, the podcast for London Tech Week. So it's called Elevating Founders. It's the podcast for London Tech Week. And that was one that I was insanely proud of because London Tech Week is an event that I've looked up to and I've I love what they've what they've been doing for the past few years and to be able to host their podcast and interview some of the the caliber of people that they get to invite on has been a, a dream come true really and I, I've absolutely loved working with them and um, yeah we'll see what happens in the future with them and I also do another podcast called Gold Bazan which is a football podcast so people don't know much about that one that I do however I do that one it's it's just for fun so out of all the, the the four podcasts that I do, so Many Entrepreneur, Elevating, uh, Elevated Founders, Inside of Tech Then, and Gold Bazan, Gold Bazan's the only one where I don't make money from. I do that just for just for fun. I do all of them for fun, to be fair, but that's the one I literally, I don't get paid any money for. So I could cut it, cut it out. If I want to be like completely ruthless, I could cut it out. But I really enjoy it because it's about Persian football, which, you know, is a, is a big passion of mine. And it's just literally an hour every couple of weeks talking about football, which, you know, I love. It's very separate to this, and that's why you don't really hear me talking about it. However, it's still a commitment of mine. I still have to commit to that project. It is a fun commitment, for sure. I think, like, actually, before we go on, I did get asked at this event that I went to recently. I, I told him about, like, the podcast that I do, and this this guy just said, like, what's the ROI of, like, some of these podcasts? That's that's the question. I, I, I found that question fairly perplexing, to be honest with you, because, like especially with Golbazan and some of the smaller, like the podcasts that I do, like they don't generate masses amounts of money. However, I do them because I can meet some incredible people and it's good fun, especially the, the football one that I do. And you don't need an ROI for everything that you do in life. It is like, come on, you don't need an ROI in everything you do in life. Sometimes you do things because it's a cool experience. Like I started podcasting and then from that, I've been given opportunities to do other things that I also enjoy. So talking about football on a pub public sort of forum, interacting with other like like-minded fans and stuff like that. Or the London Tech Week one is talking to other sort of tech people. I might not get paid like masses amounts to do it, but it's it, you get to speak to some incredible people and you learn from that. And I think like, like people forget you can enjoy things and the ROI there is that you're enjoying it and I told that to him and he was, he was really confused because ROI for him was literally just like the money aspect or like fans or whatever but yeah that's a bit of a side note so in addition to the podcast that I do I also have my own business called Wing which you guys definitely know about if you don't it's a contactless networking solution where we work with b2b corporates and events where we give them um, in-person networking tools. So we're trying to innovate in-person networking. Um, you literally, with one of our products, you just tap it on the back of someone's phone and all your contact information pops up. Um, so you'd never need to pay a business card ever again. With one of our products, you just have one for life. So it's a lot more environmentally sustainable um, as well as, you know, creates a great first impression. And like longer term, we want to be like more of a software provider. Um, so that's what we're building at the moment. 
but it's still it's still a fairly small business. Like we, none of us, it's a fully bootstrap company. We're all working part time on the business. We're still we're generating revenue, like sure, but we're reinvesting all of that into the business. So we don't actually like make any money ourselves as an income because we haven't got funding and it's not 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 big enough to I guess justify taking a salary from it. Where in actual fact we can just take our own like salaries that we have are our jobs and then like reinvest that money into the business hopefully for it to grow to a stage where we can take a salary from it but again that is a commitment and it's a very difficult commitment because growing a company is, is extremely difficult it's not easy and like you know you guys should know that from listening to this podcast the the honest you know insights that you get from business owners that it is it's extremely difficult it's not easy at all and so yeah it's a massive commitment that one so that's wing the other thing that I do, which is like what generates my income is I'm head of growth of a NFT marketplace platform called MyNFT. And I sometimes can't believe that that's like a job of mine. I, I have to pinch myself. It is it is an amazing job in an industry that I think will be huge in the future. I, yeah, it's, it's an incredible job that I, I love. And so I'm extremely lucky in like all these different things that I do. So that's, that's pretty much all the stuff that I've got on the go. It's, it's, a, it's, it's quite a lot. And it's worth giving a short update on like where they are all of them individually because it's been a massive sort of like roller coaster in 2022 of all these different things that have been going on. But I guess high level for each one. So inside of Tech Den, they've loved the like the, so the VCs love the the podcast and so have the fans as well. Some of the guests that have been on have been incredible. Uh, the one for London Tech Week, they've they've really liked that as well. It's been really good. And London Tech Week is actually next week. So at the time when this comes out, it will be, yeah, it will be in a few days time. And if you haven't registered your ticket for that, I highly recommend that you do because, well, I'll be there so you can meet me. Um, <laughs> say hi. Tickets are free and the events are fairly good. Like they are pretty, pretty good. That's London Tech Week podcast. And then this podcast has, yeah, many entrepreneurs have been fairly good as well. Um, has some really cool guests. We're almost on episode 100, which is a crazy feeling. And I'm trying to organize a fairly big episode for you guys for episode 100. Um, I'll keep you updated for that because I've got a few in mind. I'm not going to share anything so far, but hopefully we'll get someone big for the, for the 100th episode and hopefully it'll be the best episode yet. As for Wing, we have really changed our outlook on where we are as a business. We've shifted our strategy to focus just on B2B rather than we used to be B2B and also B2C. We focus just on B2B and we've also focused on events. So we've really whittled down our customer segments to really focus on you know, a, a key group of people that we think would use our products the most and who would get the most value from, from our products because they're, they're the ones that feel the pain points the most. And as for my NFT, oh, that, that's been a massive roller coaster. So I started that a few months ago now. And we, yeah, we've got some press coverage in Yahoo News literally just this week. And we've got some like loads of really cool people waiting to come on the platform, like amazing partnerships that have come from both myself and a few other members of the team. Yeah, it's an incredible experience so far. We could do a separate episode on the whole of that, but we don't have time. So yeah, let's move on to the productivity practices that I use that I've seen the best results with that maximize my time and the results. Because without these practices, there's no way that I could have all these different projects on the go because I, I physically wouldn't have the time to do all of them. And I think the biggest step that I took um, was outsourcing so that's number one on the list and when i say outsourcing um well the first thing that i did to i guess make my make myself more scalable was outsourcing the podcast editing so i have an amazing editor that works on the podcast um he's probably listening to this right now and he does an incredible job uh i guess editing and 
also reaching out to my guests and, and doing a lot of the admin work that I I wouldn't have the time to do with the other projects that I have. And and he's been working on the podcast for pretty much like over like a year and a half now. He's been involved in the podcast for a long time. And, and I would say it's actually saved me about three, no, maybe actually like more now. So three or four hours a week, maybe even more now that I'm thinking about it, because he also you know, like edits the other podcasts that I do. But at, at first, um, so, so just for this podcast, he would, he saves me about three hours a week doing all the admin stuff, doing all the editing, three hours a week adds up, I'm telling you. So it, it's such a help having him there. And I think the biggest challenge that I had when outsourcing was firstly finding the right person. Let me know if you want me to do an episode separately on the the process of outsourcing and like how it works. I have a few friends that have done it as well and they've been fairly successful. So yeah, just let me know if that's an episode you wanna see. But the second thing was more of a mental thing for me. I was a massive perfectionist and giving up that perfectionist nature within me and also giving up that control that I wanted over sort of every single process has allowed me to kind of give that to another person and then you know use that time on other projects where I would be delivering more value rather than you know editing where it doesn't need me to do it. So yeah, the first one is outsourcing. It's, it's massively helpful and it doesn't just go for podcasting, it goes for so many other things. It's just, I guess it's the nature of asking for help and like getting other people involved in your project. It definitely does scale everything up. Now this second one I've been doing for a long time and it's given me so many positive results from it. And it's one that you probably have heard before, but I have a, a bit of an edge on it. So it's a to-do list and I write down my to-do list uh, on a piece of paper, either you know the Sunday before my week, so I've like segmented everything out, or kind of the day before I've got like a pretty busy day and I want to like, you know, prioritize and, and, and focus everything. So that's that's the edge. It's not just a to-do list to write down on either your phone or your or piece of paper. I find piece of paper helps more. It's up to you, it's whatever works well for you. But the, the, the most important I find and what makes me most effective is that to-do list is segmenting it, you know, the different things that you're working on that day. So not just putting every, like all into one list, but also segmenting it and prioritizing within those segmentations. It might take a slight bit more time to do that to-do list, but it helps so much more with focusing. And I find that when you segment, you know, different areas. So for me, it would be focus. This is the, the to-do list for Wing. This is a to-do list for my podcast. This is a to-do list for my NFT. So it's everything's like different lists. And I've done it before where I haven't done segmentation. It's literally just like one continuous list, like all the, all the different things jumbled up. And I find myself bouncing from one to the other and not being able to maintain focus on that one thing in hand because I'm moving from my NFT to the podcast like within a few minutes and then I, I go back to like for, to wing and I'm, I'm kind of like not thinking straight because I'm not in that in that zone of, of that segmentation so yeah I think I could go through phases of not being productive because of that reason I find segmenting it and prioritizing within those segments is massively helpful because you spend say two hours on one segment go through the priority list on that. Once you finish the two hours, you go to the other one, work through that, and it, it's really effective. That's what I found. And that takes me really nicely to the third one. It's actually time allocating for certain tasks and then moving on. So time allocating for that segment. So as I said, doing two to three hours, whatever you want really on that segment. Once the two hours or three hours is over, you move on to the next one. And that creates a lot of discipline. The thing is, there's a study. If you give yourself, say, an unlimited amount of time to focus on one task, you will long that process out. 
Whereas if you give yourself, say, half an hour on that task, even though that task doesn't end up taking half an hour, it ends up taking like an hour, you get to know very well how long things take and you're not overconfident because when you're overconfident and your to-do list is very long and you know you spend an unlimited amount of time on like each task and then it's like oh by the end of the day you've only done two things on the to-do list that injects a bit of anxiety into you because it's like oh i haven't done everything that i wanted to do and it's not very good like mentally so not only does time allocation work best for productivity but it also works in terms of I guess mental health when it comes to this sort of stuff because getting to the end of the day and feeling like you haven't been productive is not a very good feeling. I hope you are enjoying this episode and all the tips that we have, but before we jump into more, I wanna tell you about Zencaster. So as I said before, I host four podcasts and it's crazy. The biggest problem for me when starting a podcast was the quality of recording because all my podcasts are remote. That's the thing. So I have to record them and the person might not even be in the same country as me. They might be in the USA, they might be anywhere else. But you still have to maintain that quality because the people at home, the people you right now listening, you expect a certain quality and I expect a certain quality. And so Zoom and other sort of like, I guess, video conferencing platforms just don't cut it. And so that's when I stumbled across Zencaster. I genuinely, not because they sponsor the podcast, I genuinely use them for all four of my podcasts because the sound quality that you get with them is incredible. And the reason why it's incredible is because it was literally built for podcasting. They record audio on both my side and the guest's side. So that's why you will never hear a latency or you'll never hear like a breakup in audio because even though when we're recording there might be a breakup in audio and believe me there's been many you will never hear it because in edits you can always put them together or Zencaster can put it together for you for their pro version and their pro version is with the discount code in the description you can get 30% off your first three months and not only they do they put the episode together with the production service but they also have AI powered transcription services and other really cool tools that will take your podcast into the next level you don't need to pay for it um, they have a free service which is what I use for ages I'm um, now on their, 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 their pro version is outstanding but it's up to you so if you do want to save some money, link the description and you will save 30% off your first three months. It's an amazing software. I've been using it for the last two years on every single podcast project that I that record. Can't recommend these guys enough. Thanks so much. Let's get on with the episode. So the last thing I wanted to talk about is how I've avoided burnout with all the things that I have on the go. So obviously productivity helps um, because, yeah, you you get to do a lot of the things. So like, although it sounds like quite a lot of stuff, like in actual fact, given that you've outsourced things, you've got time allocation very well, you know, organized segmentation and prioritizing, it, it, you know, you can manage your time fairly effectively. But I'm talking about other things, like more mentally. So the things that, I mean, I've been fairly close to burnout. And I think the, the main thing is measuring your stress levels and knowing your body when it comes to like how close you are to burnout. I think that's the thing that people very much ignore because they're, they're in the rut of like working as much as possible. But whereas like if you're managing, measuring stress levels, so not when it comes to like managing stress levels, measuring is a very good way of doing that. I used to measure heart rates a lot. And if my heart rate went above sort of like where I'm naturally at, thing is if you don't measure, there's no way of knowing. Um, so you like, you have to measure it and knowing your body, like what kind of stresses you out, what, and when you are stressed, what are the things you, that you notice? I think as well, the second thing is taking breaks, but more than that, it's trying not to feel guilty when spending time doing other things 
because if you think about it, when you're spending time doing other things not work-related, like, you know, playing sport, going to the gym, spending time with friends, doing, like, other sort of recreational things, you are still being productive. And that's something that people don't really realize. You're still being productive because you're giving your body a rest and that rest will help your body and your mind work better in the future. Whereas if you're continuously working, there's no way that your mind can be productive, right? So it's actually productive for your mind and your body to take those breaks. So kind of breaking that down to into that and framing it in that way can help you to not feel guilty when spending time doing things other than work because, I mean, it helps me for sure. And the last thing is when you get opportunities, so eventually like when you work hard, there will be some success levels, you will get noticed and you will get opportunities. Don't worry about saying no to things coming up. I had a massive battle with this. I used to say yes to everything. And this is the first year, 2022, is my new year resolution to start saying no to things. And I've done that because I evaluate things more now because my time is like, well, as you can see, it's, it's kind of already on that knife edge. So I can't accept things because it will be detrimental to the other projects that I'm working on. So is it worth taking on that extra commitment? And the reason why I wasn't okay saying no in the past was because I always thought that those sort of opportunities will never come up again. And you get that FOMO because you just think like, wow, this is a game-changing opportunity. I won't see this sort of thing ever again. So I have to say yes, I had to jump at it. My actual fact, like you got that opportunity for a reason. And that opportunity, something like that, if not better, will come up in the future because that's the trajectory that you're on at the moment. And so I think being comfortable saying no and being comfortable with the consequences of saying no is a massively underrated skill. That's the last tip I have for you guys. It's been a different sort of episode for this solo episode, but I hope it's been really useful for you guys. And so, yeah, if you enjoy this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. And if you do, I'll give you a shout-out in the very next episode because, yeah, I really appreciate the comments like the one you, you heard at the beginning of the episode. So thank you so much for listening again, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks so much.